Hello and welcome to another episode of the Tips Balls Podcast. I am your host, Sam Randazzo, and I am joined today by my two chilly co-hosts. To my right, it is the one and only Uncle Sam. I'm not cold. And Absolutely perfect here. And behind the computer looking pretty red-faced today, it is Bruce, the tugboat. Tug or not? What's up? All righty. Welcome to the best damned podcast ever. I have been so excited to do this show today. There has been nothing but drama going on in the NFL, and I am particularly thrilled to do this show. The rumors have swirled. Everybody speculated. Deshaun Watson, the Miami Dolphins, all of that. We are going to get into it momentarily, but first, some news and notes from training camp. Um, To start it off, one of the worst injuries that I have seen in a minute, one that really disappointed me, it hit me quite like J.K. Dobbins did last year. Uh, Broncos wide receiver Tim Patrick, who had a ton of upside and a ton of promise going into this season, tore his ACL in a non-contact injury yesterday and will most likely miss the entire year. Big blow for the Broncos receiving court. Third straight year that they lose a receiver on that injury. Yeah. Same injury. And the turf. Yeah. That's well, that's what yeah. he said earlier. He thought Hamler, it had to do with it the was turf. Hamler. KJ Hamler. Last year or the year before and uh somebody else. Sutton. Didn't Sutton, Sutton get hurt last Sutton year? Had yeah. to, that was the year before last. Right. Well, now that leaves a lot of weight on the shoulders of Jerry Judy and Sutton. I mean, they had a great trio. And and Tim Patrick, I feel like, just completed that. They'll, they'll bring some more guys trifecta. into camp here, yeah. you know, once it starts going. I'm sure they got more than. Absolutely. And I know they right do. Right now that they need. I loved Tim Patrick going into this season. He was one of the guys that I wanted to draft. I thought he had great value later in the rounds. Fantasy wise, he was going to be a guy that I was going to target. And I really hated to see him go down. Um, Michael Carter, running back for the Jets, returned to practice today. So. Now that we know he is healthy, 100%, practicing with the team, it'll be interesting to see between him and Brees Hall who's getting well, more like reps I, in training camp. You can probably count on them splitting carries right now. I agree. Um, here's the thing. You got Halls coming up from college. A little bit of a curve. All these guys hit a little roadblock here Absolutely. and there during the season because they're yeah. not used to playing for – 17 weeks. Right. You know, so I think it's, you might see Carter, he's banged up. Hall might get the majority of the snaps here and, you know, in preseason and stuff like that. Um, to make sure they're both healthy when the season starts. Right. And some other running back news. Uh, Nick Chubb participated in practice, fully padded the other day. Uh, actually, that was, uh, yesterday and he will be 100% ready to go week one that was one that I think a lot of people were kind of worried about yeah because he he was pretty banged up to end the year and I'm glad that he's going to be good I still think that they're going to utilize Kareem Hunt a lot more now that he's 100% I I believe you could probably see them go 50-50 and whoever the hot hand was that's who they'll go. With. Well, I think Chubb definitely has the advantage. I wouldn't say 50-50, but without, I you know, with Brissett basically starting the first 6 games. Right. They're they're going to have to run the football. Um more Which running is a good back. thing for fantasy guys. Right. Absolutely. So, whoever 
Uh, I don't. I don't think Hunt's value is diminished whatsoever. No, neither do I. He'll put up as good numbers as some starters. I think Hunt's numbers are going to be up yeah. for this year, and I think that will slightly impact Nick Chubb. But overall, I think that's going to be a great one-two punch. Chubb's a Chubb's a monster. Um, Honey Badger's back. What? The Honey Badger's back. Tyron Matthew. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. His leave of absence yeah, is now yeah. over, which is good to hear. Who? Uh, Tyron Matthew is back with the team after leaving due to some personal reasons last week, but he is back with the team now. <clears throat> I didn't really get any intel on that, but it's good to see that he's back. Uh, and some other running back news. Both Dalvin Cook and Alexander Madison left practice yesterday with hand injuries. Both of them with hand injuries. Something to monitor there. Um, I guess Cook walked off the field, got it looked at, went back out for one more snap, and then left the field for the day. Uh, Matt, that's normal. It's bumps and bruises. It's 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 camp, and this is what happens. Correct. Uh, out of Detroit, Jamal Williams getting to work with the first team. What does that tell you? That tells me one of two things: either Swift isn't one hundred percent healthy, or all the time maybe, off maybe, has maybe diminished him a little bit. Making sure that Swift is healthy. Come the start of the season, I've that been could all and, and Williams is going to get a little more action. Running, Swift. Yeah, yeah, they're pumping the shit out of Swift right now. Yeah, but um, I think our value on him might be a little bit too high. I'm really starting I'm, to think that on Swift, DeAndre, everybody hyped here, him up big thing time. Swift, when and I'm Swift starting is healthy, to get a little nervous. He's 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 very good. He's very good, and I think he's got a little more explosiveness than Jamal Williams. He could take it to the house. Absolutely, he does. I I don't think Williams is that type of player. No, but 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 Williams will run hard. Uh, He ain't afraid of. And Dan Campbell said it. That's true. He's a freak. (laughs) They're 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 gonna they're gonna bite ankles and kick people in the nuts this year, and and that's their game plan. Wasn't it? He said the same fucking thing last year, and they won three games. So they're gonna they're gonna play on grass on turf. It doesn't matter. Yeah, he already said it. Rah rah. He said, he said they'll play, they'll play in the goddamn sanitation department. They don't care. Dan Campbell's like a flashlight. I love Dan Campbell. Dan, Campbell's I want to drink like a beer fleshlight. with Dan Campbell. I love him too, and would love to drink. I want to drink beer with him. Okay, me, him, Bruce, <laughs> and at the end of and at the end of the drinking, we just crush Bruce with a couple of bottles of whiskey, smash him right over his head. I'll take it. I, I want I'm it. Afraid. I want it bad. Dan Campbell's a fluffer. I don't know what a fluffer is. You know, on the porn set, the guy who gets it pretty ready? He's a fluffer, okay? Okay. Because he comes out and he's going to do it again. Oh, we're going to bite ankles and kneecaps. We're going to tread water until we, whatever he said yesterday. What was it? We're going to tread water until they fucking drown. Everybody's buying into the lion. I'm aware. And that's everybody. That's fine. That's except for Las Vegas. (laughs) And they're usually the ones that are right. But that's fine. Buy in all you want. But at the end of the day, he came out with all this rah-rah bullshit about how we're going to play as hard as possible and bite ankles, and they won three games last year. So don't get it twisted. Do I think they're going to win a, a few lot more of games this and year? a lot of rookies. Right. They're going to win five or six games, period. Let me tell you something. They got they got a tough schedule, and, and I don't think people realize how good the teams that they're playing are going to be improved. No, you can tread all, water all you want, but at the end of the, the day, they, at some they, point you're going to drown. The big, ugly pitcher in the room is still there, and that's the defense. And yeah. they did nothing. Really besides, to help. 
Besides Hutchinson. Draft a couple of dudes to to fill in the, the gaping. In, yeah. Bring dudes gaping back. holes that they had all over the place. Right. I, I everybody just needs to calm down. Yeah. On the Lions. Calm yeah. down. Because guess what? They're a six win club. If they're lucky. Yeah. New Orleans. Mark Ingram is getting first team reps, but I don't really know why. Because Alvin Kamara's court date has now been pushed back for the third time until September 29th. The NFL has already came out and said they will not rule on any disciplinary action until after his court date. So well, they Alvin wanna, Kamara they give him enough reps with the first team so he's ready to go. True. For when this guy does get suspended. Well, he is going to get suspended. You have to figure. We might not see a suspension on him this year. Right. If that trial's not starting till October and the trial takes a few months and a sentencing takes a few months, we might right. be out of we might be out of the season before we see any real disciplinary action for Kamara. So as of now, plan on him to be the week one starter, plan on him to not miss a step and be right where he has been. Uh he's gonna be a most likely a top five running back. Yeah. And until we hear otherwise, no disciplinary action until after the trial, which again we're going to be in week four or five before the trial even begins. So, right. essentially, for now, roll with Kamara as being the week one starter. And other than that, there's not all that much news. Oh, Kyler Murray got COVID. Whatever. Whatever. Put that in his contract. <laughs> um, other than that, I think that's the news. Outside of the obvious, two big pieces of news, which we are going to talk to absolute death today, starting off in Cleveland. An independent former federal judge has finally, after reviewing all necessary testimony, has ruled that Deshaun Watson should be suspended for six games. So, but wait. There's more. The NFLPA issued a statement before the ruling came out and said, whatever her ruling is, we will accept. We're not going to appeal. Deshaun is prepared to take whatever comes and deal with it. So six games for Deshaun Watson. NFLPA said they're not going to appeal that. So as of this moment, Deshaun Watson will miss the first six weeks of the season. Now, because he is not suspended for a full year, he is allowed to use facilities. He is allowed to practice all of the above. He will be with the team throughout the preseason. Now, financially, the Browns and Deshaun Watson's agent are geniuses because they obviously saw this coming. That Buku contract, the six games that he's missing is only costing him somewhere between three and $400,000. So, for somebody who's getting paid an average of $40 million a year, missing six games and only losing out on three hundred grand. Is well, the absolute it's, it's best over, case scenario. It's, over, it's about four and a half. It's three hundred and eighty-six thousand. I've seen it was like four hundred and thirty-eight thousand. Either way, Either that's way, that's what he spends I, on sides at dinner. Less than a I half heard Roger Goodell is going to appeal it though. So, as Bruce said, there's a whole nother twist to this story now, because the judge said she wished she could she could give him more, but because it's. I forgot the word, but it, because every game is every time this happens, it's six game suspension. That's what she just threw down. The problem is, is that there's no real precedence to go off of here. Nobody has had allegations like this come had out against them. Twenty four girls come out and them. say, "Oh, 
there was some sort of sexual misconduct here. There's no precedence to be set. So, which I didn't personally understand that because you have to figure, Adrian Peterson got accused of child abuse, missed a year. Guys who have gotten into physical altercations with women, missed a year. Calvin Ridley made a legal bet at a sports book and is missing a year. I get it. There was precedent set for those. Well, this guy, altogether, he's missed 24 games. Voluntarily, he sat out it, last it year because he was being a bitch about his contract. Well, Period. He should have sat out. He should have sat out. He did the right thing. He did the right thing. You he are the first person. Come. You are the first person to sit here and say these guys are babies for sitting out the season. I, I, I think they're for what? For sitting out the season over a contract dispute. If you recall, I, I, the, yeah, but this is a legal thing. No, had, that all had to play through till he, there was no charges pressed against this guy. His main so reason it was for not si- criminal. His he main reason sure it wasn't criminal. He sat out last year because he wanted to get paid. All of this no, came with it. No. Abs. What do you mean? No. All that shit was going on. No. The investigation was going on. The ori- no, it wasn't. Yeah, this what? stuff came up week four of last year. His original reason for holding out last year was a contract dispute, which is why it shouldn't count for time served. I don't know. If the NFL would have said, hey, you need to lay low until this comes, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You don't get to voluntarily sit out a year and they count that towards your suspension. You don't get to go to the cops when there's That's a trial. When the- If there's a trial going on and you're. Obviously, they this mediator. Took him sitting out the whole entire year. No, she did not. In consideration. She, she to. took she took into effect the fact that there was no precedent to go off of. That and there's no criminal charges. Correct. Nothing was criminal. But so she said civil. that there were five cases out of the 24, five that she reviewed, that there was some sort of criminal conduct involved. There wasn't because he wasn't charged. He wasn't charged. Again, we'll go back through this. He wasn't charged because he bought his way out of it. That's he not- settled out of court with all no, of these he women. Settled out out of court because there was no criminal charges, so he had to do something. He had to do something. These people are. It's a he said, she said bullshit. Correct is what it is. But the ju- okay? the independent judge found that there were five cases that that it was likely there was some sort of criminal merit. That's the quote. Well, here's the thing: if if there was criminal. The police would have charged him, period. They didn't, and the independent right. no district attorney is is going to pull a guy of his profile mm-hmm. in on a tug and rub. That's not going to happen, dude. Unless you have solid evidence, videotape, not going to happen. So a federal judge that reviewed the case Correct. said that five of the cases out of the 24 <laughs> held some sort of criminal of misconduct. Merit. Correct. 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 So somebody in the Houston DA dropped the fucking ball is essentially what she said with that quote. Now, Roger Goodell holds all the cards here. The reason why this was brought in front of this independent former federal judge was because of a collective bargaining a collective bargaining agreement between the NFL and the NFLPA, where they said for cases of this magnitude and where there's no prior thing to go off of, precedent set, they were going to utilize this option as a way to come up with suspensions. So we don't have, Roger Goodell says eight games. The NFLPA appeals it. We go to court, all of that, to try and avoid that. Now, 
ultimately, Roger Goodell is the one who holds all the cards and can make the final decision. So here's the big question. Will Roger Goodell appeal this or not? There's a lot of people who think he will. So we'll play devil's advocate here and say Roger Goodell does appeal this suspension and says, yeah, I took into account what the judge said. I'm going to suspend him for 12 games. Now Deshaun Watson has one of two options. He can either accept the 12-game suspension, sit out the 12 games this year and move on, or him and the NFLPA can appeal that. In which case, it would then go to a federal court, a real federal court, not a retired judge. This will be dragged out for the next three, four years. Much like Brady's deflate gate was. That here, that's essentially what we could have in front of us is another. Yeah, but the flake gate was a little different. They had witnesses. They had this. They had that. I, I mean, if you could sit here and tell me if this doesn't go to a federal court, it there won't be people that come out of the woodwork. Not anymore. It won't. Why? Because they've already settled. All, already all settled. that is is a signature on paper. They've already settled. All that is is a the, signature. The checks on paper. are in the mail. You know what happens when the checks are in the mail, Bruce? Nothing. But it's that's not, again. Goodell's not going to do anything. It is what it is. He needs to just stay out of it. It played itself out. Let it go. And let's move on. This is bullshit. Disagree with you wholeheartedly. That's great. If he, if he serves a six-game suspension, if Roger Goodell does not step in and does not say, hey, this ain't enough, this is not enough, we are setting a new precedence because there wasn't one. Oh, we've already had the old precedences with all the disciplinary shit for these guys in the NFL. Correct. And usually and, and what is that all went out the window. This is what the NFL's fatal flaw is. They oversuspend for bullshit, i.e. Josh Gordon, i.e. Calvin Ridley, and Adrian un- Peterson. Adrian Peterson, if you want to call that. Why? Because he smacked his kid with a fucking stick? Fuck you. I, they, more kids need to be smacked with sticks. Either way, however you feel about that one. That's bullshit. Feel. He lost an entire year over some bullshit. Well, it was child abuse in the courts. That's that's stupid, dude. It was. so That's stupid. <laughs> and the, usually they under-suspend for things that, you, that hold the merit, i.e. Ray Rice. I.e. I seen the Michael Ray Rice Vick. video. It, it, what oh, what disturbed me more than him punching her in the face was he spit on her twice. That really was disgusting. Either way, punching in the face and or spitting is how all do you pretty. Spit disturbing. on somebody you supposedly love. How do you punch somebody? Yeah, how do you, you supposedly that man? He wasn't <laughs> sober either. Well, it does. What's that? Uh, not adjust. Oh, what? I, was, <laughs> I, I mean, I'm. I'm Henry Ruggs killed two people. Not, oh, it's okay. He wasn't sober. I'm not. I'm not trying. Oh, he didn't spit I'm, on I'm him. I'm not though. trying to say <laughs> he didn't spit that, on that him punching her was was bad. I just don't think how what state of mind was he in as he's punching his wife in the face and then spit on her twice. And I'm thinking to myself, what guy does that? Regardless, he was under suspended. Maybe it's the say <laughs> he should never have been the option. He should have never had the option to play again. Uh, he never uh, did. Michael Vick, yeah, but he had the option. Nobody was stupid enough to option, sign him. Nobody signed. Michael him. Vick probably should have never played again. Okay, mm. point blank. Period. Oh God, here we go. All right, the guy went to fucking prison, dude. Yeah, as everybody else would have. Why should he have not gotten a second chance? 
He did his time. He was charged criminally. He went to prison. Uh-huh. So why should he be inept from ever Deshaun playing Watson again? should be in prison. Michael Vick shouldn't have gone to prison. Huh? We're not getting into the debate of every fucking criminal activity of the NFL ever. Because next I'm going to hear both of you say Aaron Hernandez should have been back on the field. So let's just stop. I did not say that. Okay? At the end of the day, (laughs) the NFL's fatal flaw is they undersuspend for bullshit. R.I.P. Aaron Hernandez. They undersuspend for real allegations and real criminal activity and oversuspend for bullshit. They ruined Josh Gordon's career because he smoked dope, and now everybody in the league smokes fucking dope outside the facility. That's the end of it. Now, if Goodell has a backbone, he will step in here. Period. But he doesn't. But I think he will. I, I, I'd i rather see Goodell just go away. I'd rather see He's him a fucking clown. trip on a ledge and smack his face. That's fine. He's That's a clown. fine. I agree. I'm not saying he's not. But what I'm saying is he can actually step in here and do what's right. Well, I, I don't I, – if the mediator said six games, what what's the big issue? Because the, the it – Once again, once again, he was not charged criminally. If it was a criminal offense, he would have been charged. There would be evidence. He would be in jail. So you think six games is good enough? I think it's good enough. You think that you is. think that you think the punishment fits the crime? Yes, because once again, there was no way he was going to be charged criminally for any of without these the criminal charges. Should he? I I can accuse uh, Bruce of tug rubbing me the wrong way, mm-hmm. and I didn't like it. And then I said, "Well, you know what? He he he. It was a little bit of misconduct going on. Well, for Bruce to make it go away, you're going to have to write me a check." And that's exactly what happened here 24 times. You just reversed the roles, though. I'm sorry? If I'm the one giving you the tug and rub, maybe I would, I would be suing you. you. Rub <laughs> I, I don't know. Uh, either way, I think that Goodell will step in. I think it's the right thing to do. I think they, realistically, they should make Deshaun Watson sit out more time. And there's a whole other thing here. If Roger Goodell does appeal the suspension, okay? And it does go to a federal court. And he is suspended next season rather than this year, which could happen. Guess whose pockets it's going to hurt? So he's going to get paid whatever it is, pennies on the dollar to play this year and then miss next year. I think, honest to God, they should come for him, period. Because you're, 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 these guys are, that's a, he's a scumbag. Deshaun Watson's no, a scumbag. Says, nobody, nobody, I don't think there's anybody saying that he's not a scumbag. Right, so six he's games. He's a fucking weirdo is what six he Six games is not a punishment for a scumbag freak weirdo. I'm sorry. Well, it's not. It is what it and is. it pisses me off more that he knew he was a fucking scumbag. He knew he was going to get suspended. And so he negotiated this contract and, and got out more. He's, he's fleeced the system, and that's not fucking right. He should fucking miss an entire— A lot of people that do that. Doesn't matter. It doesn't make it right. A lot of people do that. He should doesn't be make prison. it right. Right. Doesn't There's make a lot it of right. scumbags in the NFL. I'm aware. There's a shit ton of them. But guess what? Owners, players, Absolutely. coaches, Absolutely. GMs. 100%. The deep state. Uh, it's, the deep it's, state. You know what? If you In society, there's a lot of scumbags. Mm-hmm. Okay? Um, but scumbags have rights. 
Scumbags have rights. I'm they not, do. I'm not saying that. All I'm saying I, I'm, is, I'm, I'm not. I'm just making a statement. Punishment doesn't fit the crime. Well, the crime. The crime is what the crime is. Like I said before, he was not charged criminally. There was no evidence of him. Neither was O.J. Simpson. Well, but the, no, the, no, 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 no. Listen, if Mike no, Vick went you, behind you're, bars you're, to Sean Watson, you're wrong Watson, there. You're wrong. Definitely go behind bars. What do you mean? I'm wrong. You're wrong there. O.J. Simpson was guilty. He was acquitted. He was acquitted because the evidence was tainted. The prosecution the tainted the did evidence. not fit. That's why he walked. <laughs> Regardless, I know. I watched that trial live. When you were still swimming in a bag, and uh, it's what it is. I'm just the the crime. The punishment didn't fit the crime. He should be suspended longer, in my opinion. I think Goodell will do the right thing for once. I think he'll step in and do it. Like I said, I, I mean, you could do two, three years in prison and come out and still get a second chance to play. Well, you know. The Browns are still a dumpster fire because they put, they brought this head. Mike Tyson went to prison for this three years. This is a typical Browns fucking move. Yep. Mike this Tyson went to prison for three years. He came out afterwards and continued his his craft and what he did. How is that relevant? I, I, it's just, it's the same difference of anybody else that has been charged criminally. When they do their time, that's it. Yes, but the time doesn't fit the punishment. Six game suspension in four hundred grand does not fit what he did. Period. It should hurt him. It should hurt the pockets. It should hurt his reputation a little bit more. At the uh, end of the day, I, 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 I think his reputation's already hurt because it's out there. It should be hurt more. I think it it's should hurt be because it's out hurt there. more. And you want to know his what? Weirdness it, is out there. Goodell should put a fucking punishment on the fucking Browns too. The Browns Why? are just as scummy Why? as him. Why? The Browns are just as scummy as him. Oh God, dude. If that was the case, half the guys in the league would be there. Then uh, why didn't they do it to Pete Carroll when he fucked over a whole university for seven years? That you, you can't sit here and compare him fucking dishing dollar bills out to people under the table in college okay, Urban to Meyer. this. I mean, same difference. What, what? Oh, it's okay for Urban Meyer to finger bang fucking college students? If the girl asks you to be finger banged, that's one thing. If she's like, hey, slide your finger in my asshole at the bar, and you slide yeah. the finger in the asshole at the bar. You don't she think goes, that's misconduct? Of it's course, no than what but guess it's was it was, it was consensual misconduct. There's What's a difference. This, then, then how does uh, I like I said before, if these people, why did some of them go back for seconds if they were such if there was such an issue? Because maybe there was no See, misconduct that, that to on me, the first time. That's just something. Something just doesn't sound right about the whole situation. At the end of the day, the judge said there were five cases that held some sort of criminal merit. Six-game suspension, balls in Roger Goodell's court. Now he can appeal and make this an ongoing, literal trial, and I think he should. I thought you were getting a haircut, by the way. I did get a haircut. What the fuck? I did get a haircut. Okay. You look like Christopher right now. Um, Moving down south to Miami, Florida. Oh, God. So we've talked about – we talked about this for months, and the rumors swirled and all the above that essentially – Dolphins owner Stephen Ross wanted to revamp his team with Tom Brady at quarterback. I don't know why. Anyways. Because the Dolphins would be going to the Super Bowl this year. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, because Stephen Ross would get a ring on his finger before Take he died. Because Dan Marino's weird ass couldn't do it. But anyways, 
Tom throwing a Tyreek? Now, Jeez. whatever. All parties, all parties involved should be prosecuted. Is why? I'm concerned. Why? There's no criminal activity. Yeah, there there's is. no criminal charges. <laughs> there's no criminal charges. David, David. Uh, there was no criminal charges of tampering. Who? Stephen Ross. Correct. The Dolphins. Found guilty of tampering. They've lost multiple draft picks. They lost first rounds and third round draft picks. Yes. Correct. Um, his little idea was to have Tom Brady come and Sean Payton come mm-hmm. to Miami and make him a winner. Absolutely. And, and he would have. Okay. Uh, so he talked to these guys. Well, um, and their age and their agent. Originally, the discussions happened with Don Yee. He proposed this to both Sean Payton and Tom Brady's agent and proposed the idea of. Whilst Brady was still in New England, which is that is the biggest line of this all that he proposed this to Brady's agent while he was still in New England. We'll start. That is going to be the most important part of information out of this whole thing. He would give Brady ownership in the team and control partial control of personnel. So we don't know exact numbers, but what it was, it was something around 25% ownership in the Miami Dolphins, which is well over a billion-dollar valuation in stake in the team, and as well as personnel control. So essentially, Brady, much like LeBron James does, would get to handpick his team, uh, work on the deals, essentially have a some sort of front office management position as well as ownership and be the star player for as long as he wanted to. Now. It's too much for him. Can't handle all that. Well, I think he could. But regardless, Don Yee, as any other, any other person would, obviously pitch this to his guys. And... Don Yee would have gotten the biggest payday of any sports agent ever out of it. Uh, we'll start with that. So why would he not work this deal? Um, Sean Payton could have went to play with the one of the one of <laughs> the greatest players of NFL history. Uh, they could have went and had complete control of the organization Sorry together. To with Drew Brees. It was 20 minutes from Brady's new mega mansion in Miami Beach. It would have been a literal match made in heaven. And Brady would have been the richest athlete besides Michael Jordan of all time, essentially. So, where did this all go wrong? It didn't happen fast enough. And Stephen Ross already had himself knee-deep talking to Don Yee while both these guys were under contract. This all happened while Sean Payton was still the head coach of the Saints. And Brady was still the quarterback of the Patriots. This all went down. Then I, I had read something that that Brady was already knew he was leaving. Um, basically, he was already had the foot out the door in New England. Well, yeah, yes, yes. From what I read, Brady already was unhappy with what was going on there, and he decided he it was time for him to go. Correct. He his plan he was. Already, the bags were already packed, and he knew it. They knew it. It's not like nobody knew. Correct. So then he was going to make the move to Miami, from what I read. And oh, Sean yeah, Payton. You know what? I get it. Uh, the, the whole scenario's great. I love that Stephen Ross would actually try to do something like this to improve his team. 
and approve his organization to try to do that. I, I don't have an issue with that. Uh, obviously, he's paying the penalty for it now. You want me to finish? Go ahead. Sean Payton wasn't ready to leave New Orleans until Drew Brees was. Brees was already gone. He was re- he was gone already. When? He was gone. Last year, he was gone. This is when Brady's still in New England. Correct. Correct. Brees was still with the Saints. Brees was done. He was already had his no fucking he wasn't swan song. Yes, no, he, he wasn't. Announced that he was retiring. No, we're talking 2018. Okay. This all I don't think started it goes that far back, but it goes that far back. If you read any article online that is very easily accessible, it goes back to 2018. That's when this started. Okay. Okay. So Peyton wasn't ready to go. Brady decided play one more year with New England. Brady goes to Tampa. Brian Flores gets hired by Miami. Everything died down. Now it comes back up because Stephen Ross wasn't happy with Tua. The deal's back on the table. Brady's building house in Miami. He's already in Florida. We're going to make the final push. Stephen Ross goes around Don Yee and tries to go to the sources directly. Now that Peyton is retired and Brady's in Tampa. Brady retires to see how all the cards fall. Brian Flores gets fired to make room for Sean Payton. So Payton could be in the building to facilitate the deal with Tampa to bring Brady to Miami. Because if Brady unretired, ultimately he would still be property of Tampa Bay. So they would have had to have traded for Brady. Brady obviously would have made it easy and said, hey, this is the deal. I want to go to Miami. But that's why they got rid of Brian Flores to bring in Sean Payton to facilitate the deal. Now, if we recall here, Bill Belichick sent the text to the wrong Brian congratulating him on the job. Okay? If we remember, he sent a text to, I believe it was Brian Dabble, or he sent a text to Brian Flores pretending to be or thinking it was Brian Dabble essentially letting Flores know he was out as the coach of the Dolphins after going 9-0 and to finish off the year. Bilicek knew before Flores even did all of this was going on because Bilicek probably knew about it when it was happening in New England when Stephen Ross was trying to get Brady there. Bilicek lit the fucking match that started Brian Flores to essentially not only accuse the Dolphins of wrongful firing because they wanted to bring in Sean Payton, but also whistleblow on all of this Brady tampering. Essentially, Bilicek, by sending the wrong text, started the fire that caused his in-division rival, the Dolphins, to lose out on multiple draft picks, get their owner kicked out of the building for a year, God knows what kind of financial ramifications, blew the whole fucking thing up. Bilicek, as his one last fuck you swan song to Tom Brady, after all the years of animosity in New England that everybody covered up, that was his one last thing was to cost him essentially a billion dollars and defile his plan to be 
to go off into the sunset as the Dolphins quarterback with the coach that he actually wanted and be five minutes from his brand new house with his wife. That, in all reality, cutting through a little bit of red tape there is how this all unfolded. That's the most biggest conspiracy theorist shit I've ever heard. But it's all out in the open now. It's not out in the open. It makes sense. What What's not out in the open that I said? Well, I, I don't think that anybody's accusing Bill Belichick of sabotaging the deal. No, okay. No, is anybody? Maybe he's just old and sent the email to the wrong person. Well, isn't that a goddamn coincidence of a lifetime? What happens? Isn't that the coincidence of a lifetime? I call lifetime? it genius. <laughs> exactly. It was genius. And it's something Absolute only. Genius. He doesn't want to admit it, it because this he has is a hard on. The best. It is something this only is Bill, Bill Belichick can do. And Dre, there's no, that's no wrongdoing by Belichick. It was just the most no. perfect, conniving, beautiful, twisted thing he could have done. It was executed perfectly on his part. Perfectly. That's, that's why he's the greatest coach in the NFL. That is why he is the greatest coach in NFL history. Don't know if he still is, but he greatest is. coach in NFL history. That was just beautifully executed by him. By the way, I, I, I don't mean to interrupt all this, but I seen a video of Mac Jones with the little kid and took his picture with him, and Mac Jones is a hell of a guy. That's all I'm going to say. So now, what does this mean for <laughs> next? <laughs> what does this mean for the Dolphins, who, one, are building— They're stuck with Tua. What I think is a very nice team, yeah. Can't draft a quarterback in the first round next year, no matter how bad they are. Uh, so essentially, yes, they are stuck with Tua. But now we're starting to hear rumors that Jimmy G could end up in Miami. Uh, that's the number one question. Well, his his agent is, is that really trying to work though? out a trade right now, trying to find somebody to take him. Well, and as of right now, there's no takers. I want to come back to that. What does this mean for Miami? They're missing out on a ton of draft picks. Their owner's not allowed in the building all year. Like, I wonder what's really going to come about here. They also had a bunch of uh, – there was also other people who had ownership stake in the team and or front office positions who were also fined and suspended. The whole list of shit hasn't fully come out yet, but there was one minority owner who was fined five hundred grand and suspended for the year as well. There's going to be more that comes of this. More people knew what the fuck was going on, and more and more and more is going to come from this. But I think that the ability to draft first-rounders and third-rounders even for Miami, not being, not having that is going to really hurt because you don't know if two is the answer yet. That's number one. Number two, if you're two, what does this do for you? You were you were the comp uh, I, you were the it's a consolation prize. And yes, a, it is a, a business, business. But at the end of the day, I don't think that's noise that they want to hear, especially with a first year head coach. I mean, it's not a great situation down there right now. That's number one. Number two, can make or break his career. Realistically, the biggest loser in all this is Tom Brady. <sighs> I don't even know. I'd say Tua. Tua didn't lose out on... You, you know what I, I think is the biggest loser out of this? Sean Payton. Well, one, Sean Payton now, essentially... I, I think Sean Payton is the biggest... He'll probably never coach again. But I don't think he really gives a fuck. Because he can he go make just as much money announcing and with a hundred times I, less stress. Yeah, he doesn't... Yeah, but, I don't think he has the personality for that. And guess what? In all reality, 
if the Cowboys start start out the year three and three, Sean Payton's going to be head coach anyways. So I don't. Hey, you know what? Anybody's better than Mike McCarthy. Yeah, Brady lost out on ownership of an NFL franchise, essentially a billion dollar valuation in in yeah. in, in equity in the franchise. Uh, but you know what? You don't know what's going to play out here within the next year, anyway. Yeah, you do. This, There's this could this yeah, could but, all come back to haunt everybody. How so? Because it could come back and play itself out. Well, with Brady actually ending up in Miami, yeah. I, I Tom Brady is a Listen smart guy. He's an egomaniac. He's not going anywhere as long as he can still play at a decent level. He'll continue to play. Yeah. I don't see him retiring. Maybe if they win a Super if Bowl. If he wins this year, he's done. I think no if he he's wins, he'll retire. I think if they don't, if which he, if the they, cards are being fucking pulled out from under him right now with all the injuries that have started already, it, 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 I could see him coming back. I I don't disagree. I could see him coming back, too. If he doesn't win, I could see him coming back. I don't think he, with all this shit coming out about the Miami move, I don't see a situation where him, with his reputation, would go there. I don't. I'll tell you where his reputation is, too. He was involved in this whole deal, too. Don't tell me it was just a fucking agent. They knew about it. Absolutely. Knew about it. He knew about it. Guess what? Uh, I, that tells you what kind of reputation they have. They were scheming just alongside uh, everybody else. Question for you. What? If your agent had an offer on the table to make you... The Absolutely second richest athlete of all Absolutely time. Absolutely, I would do it. Right, but you got you got to know that it's illegal. You'd shoot him if you he know. didn't bring that to you. I, I would be pissed if he didn't bring it to Absolutely. me. Wouldn't you? Fucking, oh my Anybody god! Anybody in their yes. fucking right mind would. But all I'm saying is your reputation. You are your reputation, and Tom's already got a reputation of doing whatever it takes to win. So whether it's letting air out of balls or whatever, but it is what it is. Yeah. So, oh. could you say he's a if that's scumbag? That's the case. Why is he still winning? Could you say that move was scumbagish? Eh, you could say that if you wanted to. No, you can't. But I, I, I call it competitiveness. That if that's what you're gonna fucking do, do it. Absolutely. Do it. Let's be real here. If he was actually taking the air out of the balls, then he. Be talking. I'm not gonna talk I'm about just, the play. I'm just saying. Not, yeah, no. Listen, I've heard a lot listen, of people say Warren that shit. Came still, on fucking and television. It irritates the fuck out of me because he's still winning. Anyway, Warren Moon came on national TV and said all quarterbacks let air out of balls. All of them do. Okay? It's just been going on for fucking decades and nobody talks about it. The whole thing thing about it is a point-blank period. The more you win, the more the the microscope's going to be on you. They're going to micromanage everything you do. That's why this... Let's air out of his balls. That's why this came out for Brady. It's they were... That was what? That was after the year they went undefeated, right? That that was that was the year they spanked Baltimore in the playoffs. Yes. It, it was a good game, tough game. Baltimore was in it all the way, and they lost. Yeah. Get over it, okay? So, it's no different than Minnesota losing to fucking New Orleans. Right. It because was, they had to change the overtime rules because Brett Favre got his fucking tank handed to yes. him. Yes. I've never seen anybody take yeah. a beating like that guy no, did. That was, that and was, I give him a lot of fucking credit. I, I know why he was eating all them painkillers. Mm-hmm. Because my man got fucking absolutely got the shit beat out of him. Do you let air out of your balls? I'm sorry? Do you let the air out of your balls? You can let the air out of my balls here after Sam we're done. Sam was just over there this. letting the air out of his huh? balls. 
I'm just asking you. You can drain my balls when we're done here. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, so, yeah, those are the two biggest things in the NFL right now. So Miami loses draft picks, loses their owner for a year. You know what? It it is what it is. But you know what? He got exactly what he deserved. Uh, do Do you think a year suspension was enough for that? Yeah. And how much was he fined? Uh, I don't know the exact much. numbers of the it fine. I think it was a million. I don't even think it was that. No. But for him, it doesn't really fucking yeah. matter. Well, I think the matter. only person that really loses is a fucking billionaire. Because now he's like, what the fuck am I doing? Tua knew he was a fucking. B- I mean, it's Tom Brady. Listen, yeah, but it's, it's, like, it's like, okay, that's like saying, I've, this that's, team that's has like never really Baker had Mayfield. my back at how all. How does Baker feel that he lost his job to the weirdo, Deshaun Watson? It is what it is, it is, what is, it is dude. dude. The Sean Watson by a better man. than Baker. Man. That would be like the old four Pistons having a chance to sign Michael Jordan for Chauncey Billups. At the end of the day, you, he's good, but you do what the fuck you do. You do what you do to win. And I don't knock Stephen Ross because guess what? The old man had the hey, fucking balls to put it on the table. He fucking right. tried. I right. didn't see William Clay Ford ever fucking yeah. try some no. shit like that. You don't that. see Martha. I didn't see Martha yeah. try anything like exactly. that. Exactly. You know, come Fuck on, it. man. I, su- I give that fucking it. shit credit. I hey, do too. Eddie DeBartolo went to fucking prison. I'd go to prison to win. That's what he did. That's what the fuck you do. <laughs> that he is won what the fucking fuck four. You do. He won five Super Bowls. Yeah. Eddie DeBartolo won five fucking Super Bowls. Ah, uh, okay. Um, yeah, you don't know who I'm talking about, do you, Bruce? You're right. You look a little fucking lost. Yeah, I look, like, I look like you last week. Eddie DeBartle. No fucking idea what Sam was saying. 46. Okay. Uh, switching gears up here. Two more things I want to cover today. Uh, we've talked a lot about um, our friends on Instagram, SOG Football. They have now come out with their top 10 list of best quarterbacks in NFL history. What's SOG? It's an Instagram account. They have. I'm pretty sure you who are these literally people? sent. Yeah, you send post. you send them back and forth all the time. What do you mean? You send their posts to us all the time. I do? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So they came out with a list of their top ten quarterbacks of all time. Would you like to hear it? Yeah. Uh number ten, Steve Young. Steve Young? Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't I don't I don't see how they would stick Steve Young in there. I, I think there's other guys better than him. Go ahead. At number nine, John Elway. Number nine? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, number eight, Brett Favre. Favre? Yep. The gunslinger. Okay. Uh, seven, Johnny Unitas. Different error, yeah. Six, Dan Marino. What? Six, Dan Marino. Okay. <laughs> Five, Aaron Rodgers. Oh, fuck you. Fuck you. Go ahead. Four, Drew Brees. Okay. Three, Joe Montana. Fuck. Suck a dick. Suck a dick. That That's bullshit. That's bullshit. And now you have to remember, Go this, ahead. Is, this is voted on by the people. I don't, you know what? Voted on All by fans. Teenagers your age watching this shit? Go ahead. Go Three ahead. is Joe Montana. Go ahead. That's I think that's bullshit. a. I think that's a perfect spot for him. Uh, two is Peyton Manning. Can't argue that. Go ahead. And number one is Tom Brady. I don't. Agree yes, with sir. I don't agree with number one. I think uh, no we shit. Put the best quarterback. He's the most winningest quarterback. I get it. Which would make him the. But best. he's not the best. So. Joe Montana should be number one on that list. Brady should be two. Peyton Manning should be three. 
the end of the day, uh, the people have spoken. Tom Brady won. It doesn't matter. And it's Joe all, Montana three. It's all what it is. What is it? It's bullshit. Now, see, you say that, but at the end it's of the day. It's bullshit. At the end of the day, numbers it's don't bullshit. lie. That's, that's what happens when you put a bunch of fucking 30-year-old guys in there or 25-year-old guys making a fucking website. Johnny for... Unitas played in 1911, matter, and he dude. was on the list. Yeah, maybe his grandpa told him about him. <laughs> well, then guess what? More grandpas should be telling their kids oh, about Joe what? Montana. Johnny Unitas, was he a good football player? He was decent. Was he at the caliber of a, uh, a fucking Dan Marino? Absolutely fucking not. Don't forget the, that the Joe Montana got ran out of town there. for Steve Young. Huh? Don't forget that Joe Montana got ran out of town for Steve Young. Fuck you. Whatever. Whatever. They went with a younger guy with a smaller contract. We already know what it was. He lost his job on injury. Sort of like, sort of like my boy Drew Bledsoe. You know what they say, right? If you're not first, you're last. Whatever. Ricky Bobby. Uh, all right, we're going to play a new game today. I'm not playing a game. We're going to play a new game today. I don't play games. Here we go. You can't beat me. That's why you want to play. What? Yeah, you haven't beat Bruce in a game yet this year. Fuck you. The first game, Garrett was even in it. I don't even think you beat Garrett. Yeah, you didn't even beat out Garrett. All right. This one is called Hot or Not. Hot or Not. I want you guys to tell me if you think this hot take is reality or actually a hot take. Okay, so if you think it's going to happen or if you think it's far-fetched and it's going to be a hot take, are you ready? You got to stroke the beard a couple times. Get You're ready. ready. <clears throat> Come out for a second. Come back to life. The Kansas City Chiefs will finish last in their division and miss the playoffs. Not. No, they won't. They won't. No. So you think that's a hot take then? Uh they're not gonna they're not gonna lose they're they're not gonna be finished last in their division. No. You don't. So Chargers, don't Raiders, Broncos, Chiefs. One of them one of those teams are gonna fucking take a step back. I would agree with you there. I think that it's it's far fetched for me to think Patrick Mahomes take. will finish in fourth. It's a hot take. Um I, there's a situation where it could happen. Like, don't get me wrong. All the teams in that division are so good. There's, I mean, all, all it takes is one injury. That's it. One injury. Yeah. It, whether it's Derek Carr, whether it's uh, the 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 kid in with the Chargers, Herbert. Uh, yeah, Herbert. Don't say it. Whether Come it's on. him or anybody <laughs> else, all it all it takes is one injury, dude. It could be Russell Wilson. You don't know. You never know. You know. Um, but I, I think last in the division and miss the playoffs? No, I, I don't think no. they finished no. last. Miss the playoffs? Little bit of a miss different the playoffs. question. It, the, the only reason why they would miss the playoffs is if three teams in their division make it that far. Not even. I mean, if realistically, I think the Bills will be a playoff team, right? Whoever wins the AFC South, well, I, I, like I said, I, I mean, I see at least two playoff teams coming out of that division. Agree, thousand percent. At least two. I think there's a scenario. Could be three. I think there's a scenario where they could finish in third and miss by one game. Like, right. but I, is it unlikely? I think we're going to see the Chiefs in the playoffs. Point blank. Period. Uh, moving on. 
Mitch Trubisky will end up being the second best quarterback from his draft after this year. Say that one more time. Mitch Trubisky will end up being the second best quarterback from his draft after this year. I don't remember who was drafted with him. Well, I'm going to tell you right now. Sean Watson. The 2017 draft. Mitchell Trubisky was taken two overall. Patrick Mahomes was taken 10th overall. Deshaun Watson was taken 12th overall. Dude, I don't even think he's going to play. You said he's going to be the second best quarterback out of that draft class? Yep. He's already not even in the top fucking two. What are you talking about? What they're saying is he will put up a performance this year. Oh, yeah? That could give you. Guess what? He might not even make it out of fucking training camp, dude. I I would say that's counting your chickens before they're hatched. (laughs) You know? So and let me tell you something. I watched a little footage on Kenny Pickett. Kenny Pickett. Uh, yeah. Kenny Pickett Kenny looks Pickett's hot. Building a little rapport with my man from Georgia there. I agree. George Pickens. George Pickens. He's Pickens to Pickett. Pickett to Pickens. Yeah. It's got a ring to and, it. And let me tell you something. Don't be surprised if these two kids ain't starting come season start, start of the season. Because one thing about Trubisky is this. That last He's had his chance. Not at one place, at two places. Right. That's and true. And couldn't do it. The only thing stopping the Chargers' defense from being elite is their linebacking core. I I don't think so anymore. I I think their defense is good enough now. You do? I do. I think their defense is good enough. Listen, they added the pieces they needed to add it, and that's that they're gonna they're gonna be good. You know, linebacker is a position where nowadays. All you need is that stout guy in the middle. And you need a guy fast on the outside that can cover tight ends. That's all you need. So normally, teams are in a nickel or a dime anyway. So I think the position of linebacker, is, unless you're an edge rusher, is overrated. I agree with you. There's no... Here's the thing. Everybody wants to talk about the Bills roster on paper, right? And how incredible it is. The Chargers are right there. Listen, the, the, the Bills on the Bills paper, offense they look so good. I think the Chargers are the Bills be offense the is cute. The they got some really good receivers, a oh, good yeah. tight end. Yep. You know what though? They don't have a really good running back. The Chargers have a better running back than they do. The yeah. defensive line. Do you tell me that they got though. anybody as good as Eckler? No, not even close. No. I think Austin no. Eckler. Re- I I hate talking about Austin Eckler because everybody. Austin Eckler is one of yeah, the I best gonna, running backs in the league. Austin Eckler, yeah. he's Shit. top three. He is top fucking three. I'm sorry. And he's now we're top not talking three. just about fantasy. We're talking, uh, overall, talking overall ability uh, the, as a player. The guy, the guy is an animal catching the ball and running the ball. He's fucking incredible. And, and guess what? The the I don't I don't mean to steer away from this, but uh, his backup, uh, Josh, uh, uh, Justin Jackson. Justin or, Jackson, yeah. He just signed with Detroit, and he's actually on the roster now here in Detroit. Ooh, uh, I didn't know to, that. Looking to get a spot. I did not know that. Yeah, that's that. Could I thought be, I'd enlighten you guys on that. That that could be yeah, a nice addition that, for huh? them because he. Yes, he was with the Chargers last year. Yeah, he he showed he a lot back, of promise. Huh? He showed a lot of promise with well, the Chargers yeah, those they, first they couple thought, years. Actually, they had drafted another back last year, also. So I think that's why they kind of let him. 
go his own way. I agree. Because he's been backing yeah, up. Like what, they got three four years. running backs on roster now? They got more than that. I think they got five. Well, they got about uh, one guy that was here. Um, he was done. I don't. I don't know who it was. I think he re- retired or something. I can't. I don't know who it was. Um, Aaron Rodgers well will said. retire before his contract. Well then. said. Well, his contract right now. What was the extension? Three more years. Yep. I don't see Aaron. You know what? He's kind of a weirdo too. We'll see how much peyote he smokes this year. <laughs> I swear and, to God, and, I was going to say he's going to live on a peyote When he farm. starts eating some mushrooms and shit, he'll retire. He'll be like, I'm done. Had it off. You know, it, wouldn't, it wouldn't surprise me. No, I agree with if, that. If they beat him up again like they did over the COVID shit, I could see him leaving. Now, I got I want a little sidecar to that question. Will Aaron Rodgers win another Super Bowl before he nope. retires? Nope. Here's the thing with a with a player of his caliber, uh, all it takes is is for one season, and everything go right, and him not lose anybody, and and they could make it there. So he's got a, he's got an easy division, he's already got a one way ticket to the fucking playoffs. All they need is home field advantage. Okay, so hypothetically, let's say he does play out his contract. So Correct. Three more three full seasons. Correct. Does he win another Super Bowl? Nope. I I think he could. I think he could. Not could. Do you think he will win another Super Bowl? Do you think the Packers will win another Super Bowl within the next four years? As as of right as of right now, in in the position that they're in right now, like I said, he plays in a garbage division. Okay, the North is garbage. He has a one way ticket to the playoffs for the next three years. Possibly home field if they can win enough games. Anything is possible. But it hasn't happened since 2011, so I'm going to say no. I agree with you. Say that now. It hasn't happened since 2011. And he's been in a garbage, and the Lions have been fucking Wait a minute now. now. I mean, Minnesota had their run there. You know, Detroit hasn't (laughs) had a run. Minnesota had a run. Detroit did have a run run? when Schwartz was here. So they they played him. Should have never got rid of him, but... Huh? Okay. Should have never got rid of him. But now there was the one year where he was hurt. Who was hurt? Him? Who was? Uh, Who's him? Everybody. The, the year the North when Rodgers was hurt. Um, somebody else was hurt. The quarterback for Minnesota and Mitch Trubisky was in fucking Chicago, and we still couldn't win the division. Yeah. With Matt Stafford. Okay. Well, I wasn't talking about the Lions. I'm just saying that. Well, that's Aaron what Rodgers I'm talking about, okay? Fucking, he has a one-way ticket to the fucking French. playoffs every year. It's like much. LeBron James but. playing in the East. He had a one-way ticket every year for fucking eight years to the championship. Agree. It is what it is. His his opportunity— LeBron actually made it, it work, way. though. Look at it this way. Who do you think has a better chance of of finishing higher, Tampa Bay or Green Bay? Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay. No, I'm I'm serious. Tampa Bay. I, I think Tampa that Bay wasn't plays a, a joke. tougher schedule <laughs> than fucking Green Bay. To, Green Bay's got fucking uh, fucking six walk me games. I agree, but I even as shitty as New Orleans is, and as shitty as fucking Atlanta is, 
They're going to be better than anybody playing in the North. Three weeks ago on this show, you and me both sat here and thought that Tampa Bay was either undefeated or a one-loss team. Uh, it, this is so what yes, I'm trying to tell I you. I do think they'll finish better than Green Bay because at the end of the day, you have no idea what Green Bay's offense is going to look like. It's going to take well, time in games no, for them to get rapport. We have no idea who's going to protect fucking Tom Brady. That is true, but I it that, doesn't. That's why I'm saying... It wouldn't surprise me if Green Bay finishes higher than Tampa. I'm not saying I'm not saying that they're going to beat Tampa. I, I know. What I'm trying to say is their record might be better than Tampa's. And what I'm saying is I think Green Bay realistically at their ceiling is an 11-win team with all rookie receivers, with no Devontae Adams, with the setup that they have. Their, their defense got a lot better. It, but it's going their to take. It's gotten a lot better. It's going to take time for them to gel. Aaron Rodgers is a very particular guy, as we've seen. It's going to take you'll time see, eat for him to trust people. Figure it out. I agree, but I think they're an eleven-win team at their ceiling, and I think Talk that God Tampa definitely has a higher ceiling. <laughs> uh, Twelve. Hold on, I have one more thing. If Aaron Rodgers does not win another Super Bowl. So he retires within the next three years with one. Two-parter. One is his career disappointment, and two, can you put him in that conversation? Oh, I, I would that- say it's a disappointment. Mm. I would say it's a disappointment if he doesn't win another fucking Super Bowl. Because all this time has gone by in the past five or six years where he, they haven't won shit. I agree. And they should have. Five or six? They haven't won anything in in. Oh, what, what 11, I'm, years. 11 years. <laughs> Five or six years, they should have Going at on least 12. won another Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. Aaron, if Aaron Rodgers can't win Within you at least two. Within the last two. five years, they should have won another Super Bowl. But the defense has been shitty, shoddy, and they become one-dimensional. When playoff time came, they, they stopped running the football, and they're, all they're doing is relying on Aaron Rodgers to throw it all over the no, field. Yep. I just want to That's know- not going to make it. I want to know what's going on in that sidelines tent. What? The sideline tent he goes into every fucking game when he gets hurt. Then he comes out magically fucking delicious. Maybe and you're throwing in that fucking tent dimes. <laughs> fucking shining his helmet. What's going on in the, what's going on in the, the tent? tent? On your knees. Maybe Deshaun Watson's in there. Give him a couple of handies. Lord knows you want to sign Matt Stafford's fucking helmet. We already know that. <laughs> I don't think Kelly would appreciate that, but um, I think it is a disappointment. I, I think if he does not win another Super Bowl, it's disappointing for him. People talk about this guy like he's one of the goats. Like and, he's and top five. I mean, what? It, he is. I, no, he's I not. He is why. not top five. Period. If you guess what? What has always been the knock if, on Dan if, Marino? If Dan Marino, the only reason why Dan Marino was ranked sixth is because he didn't win. Sixth? Because mm-hmm. he didn't win a fucking Super Bowl. He went up against a juggernaut as a fucking rookie. Yep. How against many, a fucking team that was unbeatable. How many does Drew that Brees has, have? I don't even know how many Hall Drew Brees had what? Is Drew Brees have one or two? Got one. One. Only one? one. So the flake gate. Or not the flake gate. Bounty gate. Bounty gate. So, but, I, but is, do we talk about Drew Brees like he's a goat? I, yeah, for me, I think he is. Realistically, yeah. there's no, three for, people. Hey, Drew Brees is not the greatest. Not the greatest. And no, you but talk he's top about ten. A guy who's pitting, putting up numbers. If, if everybody forgets that Drew Brees was in front of Tom. Oh, I know. I, I'm aware, but I think and Brady was he's in top the ten. For me personally, for there's sure. three guys who are in the goat conversation that you could argue, even though I will disagree, that you could argue as a goat. It's Brady, Manning, and Montana. That's it. 
So and here's the here's the thing with the Manning thing too. Manning got lucky he won that last Super Bowl. Agreed. Which he he needs to just send all his Super Bowl accolades to Von Denver Miller. to Vaughn Miller's house. Now, if Aaron Rodgers comes out of this with two more Super Bowl wins, you throw him in there with the GOAT conversation. He won't. You have. But that's what he would need to do. He would need to win back-to-back Super Bowls. Yes, he would need to do that to be up there with those three. So that's my opinion. In the, even in the top three. I agree. He would have to do that. Agree. There's no way he's knocking Montana out. I, I don't see how Montana's where he's at anyway. And and like I said, Peyton Manning, if you want to talk about and I, I, I'll say this till the day I die. The best quarterback I ever seen play was Dan Marino. Nobody threw the ball like this fucking guy. Nobody did. And he set records that it took 20-some fucking years for everybody to break. What he did at for his time was incredible. In that era. In that era. Where you had to turn around and hand up. Mm-hmm. Every team had a 1,000-yard fucking rusher. Right. Every team. What he did in his era was, was incredible. Year. Was incredible. Now, do you consider Dan Marino one of the GOATs, though? I think he's one of the greatest players to ever play the game. I've seen him play. Well, I, I know well, So then does that leave the door open for Aaron Rodgers with one Super Bowl? Uh I I seen do I think he's better than than Dan Marino? No. Okay. No. Fair I see Marino two things on the field guys couldn't do. I mean the guy's an absolute beast. Okay. And a competitor. A competitor. Yeah. He would not he would get in everybody's face. He hated to lose. The thing was they would just get outscored. Because the defense was always suspect. They never had a fucking running game. They were one-dimensional. And that was the only thing that killed him. Okay, moving on. A lot of speculation on what's going to happen with Jimmy G. But right now, the Vegas odds and the front runners amongst all the people who are in the know in the NFL think that the New York Giants are going to trade for Jimmy Garoppolo. It's been swirling for days now. And supposedly there's been a lot of talk. I've been hearing that too. I, I was hearing Dolphins. I don't see it. No. Um, it, I, I don't see it unless he goes and signs as a backup somewhere. Which I don't think he's going I, to do. I think could happen. He's not. One of two things is going to happen with Jimmy G. I think they either trade him to New York if he has the promise that he's going to start, or he's going to wait till somebody gets hurt. And it'll happen. And he'll just won't sign off well, on a trade and won't I, do it until somebody gets hurt. They basically told him they, they don't need him. Yeah, they said, fuck you, get out. He's got to find a place to go. Right. Period. I don't think he's going to sit. I don't think he's going to sit as a free agent anywhere. I think he will sign. And like I said, whether it's it's the Giants, where he has the chance to start and probably will over Daniel Jones, because Jones is obviously gone. They're not going to well, continue talking. I think they're. I think they're. This is. He is more like Jared Goff and everybody thinks because it's this year or nothing. If he doesn't put up numbers this year and somehow will that team to six or seven wins, he's out. Oh, he's he's I think he's gone regardless. I think he's he's had his time there. Um they're not impressed with him anymore. He keeps making the same mistakes. Stuff all over and over. If, not to say it's his fault because the offense is atrocious there. Correct. I mean, he's got weapons, but he just can't find them. Okay, with the weapons that the Giants have, with the defense they have, with the draft they had, if Jimmy Garoppolo was the starting QB from week one, could he take that team to the playoffs? Over Daniel Jones? Yes. No. Do you think the Giants are a playoff team with Jimmy Garoppolo? No. No. At this point, they upgraded the offensive line. 
Uh, the defense just they still got have more work better. to do. I agree. The defense just got really. I, they're on the urge of being scary. The Giants' defense, you know that, right? Oh, I agree. Yes, they're on the defense. They're on. The, they're on the brink of it, being. It will not surprise me if you watch Philadelphia. The Giants have top five defenses at the end of the year. Agree. It will not surprise. Me. Agree. And some teams that you think that are going to be really good, like San Francisco, and other teams like that, actually take a step back. Well, that leads me to my next question. Trey Lance will be a bottom five statistic quarterback this year. I agree with every bit of that statement. Really? Yes. Wow. I don't. I don't have confidence in him. I don't even think the team has confidence in him. That's the only reason why Garoppolo was there. Hung last around year. so long. I. I really believe that. I think they had to make a decision, and they. Well, they, they had to. went with the. They. They the had to show this guy. guy that, yeah. Hey, we're behind you. Sure we are. Yeah. Push him out there and get him. Right, and hope for the best. I, I mean, agree with they're that. They're going to cross their fingers with this guy. Here's the thing. The kid from Liberty that just got drafted. Malik Willis. Uh, huh? Malik Willis. Yes. He's a small version of Trey Lance. You think so? Yes. Trey Lance is a six-foot-five version of Malik Willis. Well, I think Malik Willis at some point – could have a little bit more upside than Trey Lance. I don't think so. I think they're the same guy. They're big. They're quick. They both have huge arms. I, I just see them as the same guy. Do you want a hot take of, of mine? Yeah, sure. I think Malik Willis is going to start games for Tennessee this year. I think if if uh, I think I think Tannehill stinks up the fucking room like he did last year. <laughs> I think I they've had enough. I think too. they've had enough of Ryan Tannehill. But here's and, the thing: they're going to put Willis in there. He's going to make a couple of highlight fucking films because he'll do shit that you've never seen. Because he's a he's a beast. He's an he can throw the football. He's an athlete. The problem is some of them highlight films might be him throwing one out of the fucking stadium. For That's all you true. Know. But you, know, you get to see him preseason. I like right? that offense. Huh? He'll probably be playing in preseason. Probably. You'll see him. Yeah, yeah we'll see, see him, him in one of the preseason You'll games. You'll see Kenny Pickett throwing. He'll Pittsburgh. get to start in game three. All right. Third preseason game. He'll start. Yeah. Carson Wentz <clears throat> is returning to his 2017 form, and the Commanders could win the AFC East or the NFC East. I will say this. I think his receiving core there in Washington mm -hmm. is actually better than the receiving core he had in Indy. That's my opinion. I think Derek McLaurin is better than. Did you say Derek I, McLaurin? McLaurin, Terry McLaurin. Oh, Terry, okay. we're talking Terry about McLaurin. I like Pittman. <laughs> Pittman's an animal. I love Michael Pittman, but I just think that if you I like go Pittman up and down the roster, McLaurin. and I'm not even talking about what's his name. He can't even stay on the field anymore. Curtis Samuel. No, T. Y. Hilton. Oh, I don't even he know. Can't he can't even stand the fucking, fucking field anymore. What the, I haven't but even I, heard that I just name. think the guys that they have in Washington are better than the guys he had in, uh, in, in a while. In, Holy shit. I think you'd have Jesus Christ catching balls for Carson Wentz. He's still not going to get back to the 2017 well, form. I mean, he's you fucking never know. Washed. I mean, no, he's washed. You, you never know. He's washed. You never know what the He holy got ran catch. out of Philly for Big Ooh. Dick Nick Foles, who's now a backup again. And he got ran out of fucking Indy for hey, the ghost of hey, Matt Ryan. Hey, hey. Huh. Hey. That's okay. He's fucking nothing wrong with being a backup in this league. There's nothing wrong. You know what I heard? 
making a shit ton of Chase money. Chase Daniels. Yeah, he made like fifty-eight million. This guy's made he started like twelve million dollars. It's a he career. He started twelve. He's games. only started twelve games. Something fucked up. In the NFL, up like he's that. been on like seven different teams. Oh yeah. And the fucking guy's made over $50 million. God bless him. Where God else? bless Chase Daniels. God bless Chase Daniels. Where else can you go and get paid and millions a not to do anything? Millionaire to do nothing. To hold the clipboard. <laughs> Where the fuck can you go? Uh, sign me they up. Do, they do more. They warm up huh? the quarterback. Yeah, they they jerk off the quarterback and Are hold, hold the kicks. That? Yeah, I know. This guy's made almost $60 million as a career backup. You don't even see the field. He's played 12 games all right in fucking eight nine years <laughs> last one here because i know we're up against it if you weren't alive when your team last won a championship or super bowl you can't use those championships or super bowls to defend your team this one was asked about the dallas cowboys in particular huh. but i guess I you can also say use the michigan shit. wolverines i mean point blank this is a pretty open like your team? Yeah, so it was Cow- Cowboys Cow- fans saying, hey, you know, we're the fucking best team in the league because we won six championships from 1955 to 1990, and you're fucking 21 years old. It's like me saying the Lions Yeah, it'd won. be like Bruce sitting here saying, hey, well, the Lions are better than right the Jaguars. Well, they the won. Lions had three championships, and I wasn't born yet. <laughs> and the <laughs> NFL, the NFL wasn't even a And like, I'm fucking old. But do you think you as a fan can utilize titles from when you weren't even born as a reason for greatness for your team? It all depends. No. You know what? I I mean, you can't. I don't mean different by your team. Because today, everybody like your guys' generation are bandwagon jumpers. Not me. So whatever, Mr. 49ers fan from Detroit. What do you mean? I'm not. What do you mean? Name a team that I, I like that I, you know. I this is the news to us. So he's a Lions fan, a Giants fan, a 49ers I, I, fan. I, Sounds pretty bad. Pittsburgh like fan. Hold on, hold on. Yeah, big Steelers Let me guy. Finish. Raiders. I, I, I was the a, Raiders. A Giants. Dude, when I, when you got to understand something. When I was growing up and I watched Lawrence Taylor come into the league in 1981, we've heard this story. And I was <laughs> in awe of him, dude. It was like you with Tom Brady, but the only difference was Lawrence Taylor's a bad motherfucker. That's the difference. And I watched him. I emulated his moves when I played because I see him come off the edge <laughs> and him, him be that vertical. The only problem was I Your was wingspan five feet shorter than him yeah. and had the wingspan of a sparrow. But when I would watch him dip and come around that corner – and and use that hand to smack the ball out. I thought that was the greatest thing I ever seen. You know why? Look I where you ended up. Do that. The dip. The only guy I seen that had the dip of Lawrence Taylor is Vaughn Miller. When he comes off yeah, that edge, that's true. And he's yep. he's at a perfect. It looks like a plane about to take a off. Forty-five yeah. degree angle. Yeah. And and just what? Yep. He's the only guy I seen that can do it like Taylor. Wow. Never got the opportunity to do that. Taylor Taylor was 6'4". I was, I was in front of the ball getting my ass Yeah, I was playing fantasy football. Just stuffing the hole. But Anyways, that was a great show. Yeah, it was okay. No, fantastic show. It was okay. Um, 
So uh, next week we're going to get into some serious fantasy talk and and focus more on the news out of training camp because I'm sure by next week we will have some. The Hall of Fame game is what tomorrow? I think so. The Hall of Fame game is tomorrow. So who's playing in that? Pitts. Who is it? Pittsburgh and uh, I don't know yet. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Let's think again. A trick question. Is that a trick? Oh, by question? the way, our our little poll that uh, we Jaguars present- and Raiders tomorrow at eight o'clock. All right, cool. But by the time you see this, the game will yeah. already have been. Go- oh, Nobody cares anyway. It's a- but okay, preseason this weekend. Wait a minute, Giants I, Patriots. I wanted to talk about our our. Wait that quick? Uh, yeah, preseason. Our post. Holy our post of our Steeler Hall of Fame top five. Okay. Is a hard I, one. There were some guys out there that we should have honorably mentioned, but we did not. I I am actually the one who chose the five. Well, I figured and, Bruce and I, I figured people didn't like well, no, it that I I put Troy I put Troy Palomalo in there. No, but people gave you props because the couple of Steelers fans that reached out to us were like, "Hey." This is good, but what about yada yada? No, and I, I was yeah, like, yeah, hey, there's yeah. too many to choose. Dude. I just wanna, I wanna tell everybody why. I chose who I chose. Joe Green, bar none, best defensive tackle in football throughout ever. the '70s. Throughout probably the 70s. one of the best ever, dude. And it, it, he he was the guy. Mm-hmm. He there was he was the Aaron Donald of his generation of the 1970s. Okay, yeah. he was the Aaron Donald of his generation. I seen him play. I only pick people I see play because I know I evaluate that as this guy is that good. Did you watch Bobby Lane play? No, I did not. Okay. <laughs> I've watched full well, on Bobby Lane, the, the though. Things he did, did with hey, that, I Trey did Lane. Not the way the guy's, saw. The guy's one of the greatest ever to ever. play the game. Yep. So, I mean, they played I, in a different era. We got some feedback on the Lions one, too. It was like, oh, why are you undergoing Stafford? Yeah, like, people ask like, why okay, Stafford well, was uh, Stafford, Stafford. Oh, I don't know. He hold on, holds hold all on. the Lions fucking records. He's Maybe that's still why. in no, Stafford's the not in there. What? He's Stafford's not, in, not there. in the Lions. He's not in there because he's not Bobby Lane. Well, this is what happened. Because I, he's, I, not, he's still playing in the NFL. Well, no, it doesn't, that, that doesn't even that's matter. That's what I went off. At the end of the I day, what are you going to do? On the Patriots list, not put Tom Brady? Of course. No. no. Listen, you Hold put on. an icon of of that team's. Right. Bobby Lane was a huge icon of oh, this fucking team. Yeah. Yeah. I asked this guy straight up, who would you take off to put Stafford on the list? And he said Bobby Lane. And my response was very easy. He won Detroit's last three championship. Granted, it was in the 50s, but Stafford never won a playoff game. Point blank. That's it. That's good enough for There's, me. That's the, ar- the argument. But there are there were records. there were a shit ton of other guys you could put on that list. Absolutely, but, yeah, but those was, five are the. I'm I not going to copy Billy every Sims, other. Barry Sanders, list. Calvin here, Johnson, here, Knight Train, and Bobby thing. Lane. You that's know, it. Billy Sims started shit in there. the the Detroit Lions finally getting a high draft pick. Finally, mm-hmm. and and he was the guy. It was right? Barry Sanders' dad's favorite player. Absolutely. Yeah. Barry Sanders' dad was a big Oklahoma Billy Sims guy. was also responsible for bringing in Barry Sanders. Did I say that right? Did I say Billy, Billy Sims? Yeah, Billy Sims yeah. was responsible for bringing in. I don't know about in. that. Okay. Well, I, His dad was a huge fan of Oklahoma. That's why. Back yes. to Pittsburgh. We had Mean Joe Green, Jack Lambert. Jack Lambert. Listen to me. Anybody who knows football, and I'm not fucking around here, anybody who knows football, you look at Jack Lambert, that's a fucking football player. No teeth, 
big, tall, scary fucker. That's what he was. It was hard to get a picture of him just because every picture was him with the helmet and no teeth. Just like That's it. That's it. The That's a football camera. player, dude. <laughs> That's what a football player really is. And he they won four Super Bowls. Uh, All right? I know I left Jack Ham off. Jack Ham was also very good. But I think everybody knows who Jack Lambert was. Yeah, Who's the other guy that we traded for Troy Palomalu? Oh, Greg Lloyd. I was a huge Greg Lloyd fan. I, I think I you made know, the right call with Palomalu. I, I don't know if you guys yeah. – I'm not a Palomalu guy, okay? Do I think he was good? He, yes, he he's was good. He's one of the best safeties ever. Is, is he yeah. – He's one of the best safeties ever, dude. Yeah, not saying not, the best. He's definitely one Definitely not of. in the top two. Um, but I, I actually think there's guys better than him. I, I think – that's he's in the why top five. We put him in there. He's in the we top put him five. In there. That's why. Palomalu's a top five safety right. of all time. And and as far as uh uh Jerome Bettis, how could you not put Jerome Bettis and Ben Roethlisberger? You in have there? to. Roethlisberger holds every fucking Steeler passing record there is. And I mean Jerome and, Bettis. And nothing against Terry Bradshaw. Terry Bradshaw won four fucking Super Bowls. I get it. I get it. Terry Bradshaw had the best defense. In all four of those Super Bowls. And That's all I'm going to say. Jerome Bettis is, I I personally think Jerome Bettis is one of the most iconic players ever in in, in He's football. a monster. He He's was the reason a, why they wound up winning. You went to the game here against He was Seattle. a defensive tackle playing running back. Yeah. Yes. He was gargantuan. It made no sense, but it worked. He was Eddie they Lacy were. before Eddie Lacy. Uh, he, he no, he made Eddie Lacy look like a little bitch. Well, yeah, yeah. I'm saying as like his well, shape and size. He, nothing small about Eddie Lacy. Yeah, but the, Jerome Bettis was a refrigerator. Yeah, he was. I I remember when the Rams drafted him, and we were like, why? Why are the Rams huh? drafting a fullback yeah. out of fucking Notre Dame to play running back? Right. And the guy was a monster. He's a beast. The guy was a monster from day one. Before we end. I got a text from one of our fantasy okay. teams from last year, and he said, for all the shade you throw at Dak Prescott, he wanted me to remind you of this sound clip that we actually sent last year when we did the trade for Dak. So you want to hear this real quick? And then I'd like to hear your feedback on it. What'd you say? They, they don't want me to have Dak Prescott? Is that what it is? No. I think what they're saying is it's unfair for me to get Leonard Fournette in exchange for Dak Prescott. Why? I, I don't know. I mean, you have Mac Jones, and you, you have two starting doing? running backs. What are you doing? Dude, dude, I have a quarterback that puts up 10, 12 points every week. If they don't believe me, tell them to go back and look at every game I've been in. I have not had a quarter. Okay. Hold All on. Right. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> There's hey, more. Hold on. No, he just wanted... I don't know. I mean, you have Mac Jones, and you have two starting running backs. Dude, dude, I have a quarterback that puts up 10, 12 points every week. If they don't believe me, tell them to go back and look at every game I've been in. I have not had a quarterback put 20 up this year. I'm aware. Yeah. So how the fuck is that not fair? I don't know. Yeah. So... Essentially, that soundbite was when I... By the way, why are you recording our conversation? I'm not fucking saying shit anymore. Fuck you. This is... This is fuck you. No, the brain leak is kicking in here because... I don't care. No, no, no. 
if you remember, and I'll say this on the record for everyone to hear, that was a staged conversation that you and me did to show everybody that you were the one that initiated the trade oh, that, for Dak oh, Prescott. Right. You're right. So on. that was recorded purposefully I so that we could prove to them. I was, was going to stop talking to you. So that we could prove to them that you were the one who wanted to give up Leonard Fournette for Dak Prescott, which was true. Listen, I had running backs. I didn't need a fucking running back. And you, I needed a quarterback, and that fucking asshole put up <laughs> one good game for me. One. Well, one out of fucking six. I would like to state for the record that – the current the quarterback you had at the time was none other than the guy who you so highly touted earlier in this episode. Listen, he was a Mac rookie. Jones. He was a rookie. And you gave up on him. A week. You gave up on Mac Jones, the New England Patriots, and Bill Belichick to sign Dak Prescott. So, yes, Uncle Sam did indeed give me Leonard Fournette, who had a great end of last year in exchange for Dak and gave up on. And Bill guess Belichick, what? It didn't matter because we the both Patriots got and Mac Jones. We both, we ended both up got losing anyway. So none of it matters. We both shit the bed. Thank you guys so much for listening to another episode of the Tip Balls Podcast. We hope you enjoyed the show today. We will be back with you guys again next week. If you have not yet, please follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Tip Balls, TikTok at Tip Balls Podcast. Make sure to check out our YouTube channel if you haven't. The link is in the link tree in our Instagram bio and subscribe to us there. If you're watching us, listen. If you're listening, watch. We will be back again next week with much more training camp talk and some fantasy insight. Thank you guys so much. You'll hear from us next week. Am I perfect? Hey, we're doing a giveaway again on our Instagram this week. Get out there. Signed memorabilia. Get out there. Let's get to 1,000 likes on Instagram. Thanks, guys. Am I perfect? We'll